This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by HelloFresh. Get fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. So go to HelloFresh.com slash OP14. Use the code OP14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. Oh, look at this. We are live from the ocean. What's going on, everybody? The sun is going down. Happy birthday or happy belated birthday to Wayne Boo Atkins. How's the striper uh, fishing? Although I think you spelled it stripper. Is stripper S-T-R-I-P-P-E-R and striper is S-T-R-I-P-E-R? I don't know. I get that confused all the time. Of course it's snowy uh, in Minnesota, Rachel. Of course. Uh, <laughs> come on, take that hat off. Your listeners need to know. What do you need to know? Are you the guy that's obsessed with my, with my hair? Are you? I mean, I've had the hat on all day because it's kind of cold at the ocean. Uh, you know, I, I threw in a little bit, just a little bit, nothing crazy. Most of the... The fishermen are pretty much gone at this point. Um, turned out to be a bust. We were supposed to get a few people together this past weekend to fish, but uh, eh, it kind of fell apart. But that's all right. So I threw in a little bit. There's there doesn't seem to be anything out uh, out here, way way out on Long Island. But oh my God, did we have a storm uh, come through? Wow. We had hail the size of uh, oh yeah. How do you describe hail? You got to you got to describe it as far as what a fruit goes or a golf ball. I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go a little bigger than a raisin. So I need something, an object that's a little bigger than a raisin. Then I could um, describe the hail that hit this area a couple days ago. And then on Long Island in general, we had three tornadoes. Now, uh, being born and raised on Long Island, and then, you know, yeah, there's Brian Bernard, uh, one touchdown at Patchagua, as my wife used to call it. When we first started dating him, she would come up and I would, uh, you know, show her around Long Island. She would see the exit sign for Patchog, and she would go, Patchagua. And I started laughing and laughing, and then I'm thinking to to myself, I think that's how you should um, uh, pronounce that word. The uh, tornadoes were crazy. We had, I think we had three touchdowns on Long Island. I got to tell you, when people get the um, the weather alerts on Long Island in general, and they say possible tornado in your area, we all ignore it because it's such a rare occurrence for Long Island to actually have a tornado touchdown. But, man, two days ago, they touched down, I think, in, like uh, like you said, three three different places, I believe, uh, as far as the tornadoes go. It was, it was crazy. And then the hail was as... As big as, uh, uh, a little bigger than uh, raisins hitting my windshield. As I'm flying down this road, the famous road, we've talked about it on the uh, the podcast over the last bunch of months. Uh, the famous road where if you're going more than 20, 25 miles an hour, they're going to pull you over. I was going 60 because um, 
I went into town for some beer, a beer run, and, and uh, some wine. And uh, on the way back, the storm hit. And I'm, I'm going to be honest, my kids were a little nervous. So I'm like, I'll be right there. And then I got hit with a wall of water I've never seen in my life. Uh, the amount of rain that was coming down, it was, it was crazy. I, I had a slow way, that, way, way down because I couldn't see anything. And then the hail was hitting, uh, hitting the, uh, the windshield. But, and then the wind was fucking nuts. That's what I love about uh, hanging out a lot at the ocean, though. The storms that you see come through are just unfucking believable. And the clouds, because that ocean is always pushing, pushing clouds uh, offshore. We don't get a lot of cloudy days here. You'll see the clouds uh, north of here just way, way high up in the sky. It's, it's, it's so impressive, to say the least. Uh, I've never heard of uh, hail described as raisin size. I'll use it from now on. Well, come on, Mason. If you think about it, hail, it's not always a perfect uh, orb. I'm going to go with the word orb today. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So where was I? I don't, I don't know. This is the Brother Man Weather Report, Adam Kramer saying. Brother Man Weather Report. Hope your football team did well yesterday. It was a tough win-loss day for my team. I got to be honest with you. My Bills played my Jets, and I was hoping for a good outcome, but uh, unfortunately, my Bills beat my Jets. So there's a, there's no happiness uh, for this kid. And then Tom Brady's looking, what, all of 44, 45 years old. Uh-oh! You want to go with sphere, sphere instead of orb? I can't say sphere. Um... Has Father Time caught up with Tom Brady? He looked like shit yesterday. Oh, my God. Uh, Gail saying Bills win equals a good outcome. Good outcome for who? My Bills played my Jets. That's always a tough game when they play uh, twice a year. Adam Kramer, my life is... uh, I've been recognized by the Oakster. My life is complete. Oh, my God. (laughs) You might want to get better life goals. (laughs) No offense. You might want to get better life goals. They kicked the shit out of the Jets. Yeah, man, the Bills looking pretty good. Tampa, uh, not so much. I think the Bills have a real, real shot of going to the Super Bowl. Uh, I really, really think they got a, a, a good shot. And honestly, all bullshit aside, that's uh, that's the team I follow the most is the Buffalo Bills. And it's so frustrating because, um, what was it, last week? Yeah, last week. I lost my red zone package. I don't know why, but all of a sudden I lost my red zone package. I guess the cable company maybe raised the rate and I didn't see it in the mail or whatever the hell. So I don't have red zone. So I depend on the local channels to do the right thing. And I think it was last week. I was excited because the Jets uh, the Jets had a bye week last week. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember all this. Whatever. Basically, the Jets weren't playing. So I'm like, all right, they're going to show the Bills game, you know? And they showed, like, the Cowboys instead. I'm, what? I'm like, what the fuck? I live in New York. Buffalo is officially a New York State team. Why wouldn't they show the Buffalo Bills in in a New York market, New York City? Why would they choose to, to uh, I think it was um, the Cowboys instead? It was so fucking frustrating, man. Bob Lord, cold on the beach, Hope. If you are going with the Bills, they are fucked. Why are they fucked? I think they're looking pretty good, and I think they're going to start uh, peaking. <laughs> I hate. I got to be honest with you. I hate sports talk. It's just so stupid. 
I think the Bills are starting to peak just at the right time to make their playoff run. Do you think that? Oh, what a waste of time. Stephen A. Smith. Fucking guy. He thinks he's more important than the players that he reports on. That's twisted, don't you think? I think so. Oh, John Court's giving me beach view stars. Wait, I gotta give you, I gotta give you a little look at the uh, the sun if you gave me stars. What else? Greetings from Florida, my friend. Fucking Pat Duffy. Uh, Pat uh, is in in Florida, and he went to the bar. Who is the serial killer broad? Uh, Pat went to the bar with a serial killer broad. That's how I get out of not knowing like things or names. It was the serial killer broad went to a bar, uh, I believe, before she got arrested, I think. And Pat Duffy had pictures on his, uh, well, he put them in the private Facebook group of him hanging out at that bar. Eileen Werner, right? Yes. You were at the bar, what? Was that the bar she was at right before she got caught? Or was that the bar she would go to in between uh, killing dudes? Now I got to get you on the podcast because that I'm sure that's going to be a hell of a fucking story to tell there, uh, Mr. Duffy. Elaine something. No, we got it. She got arrested at the bar. They left her. Oh, they let her finish her beer first. No kidding. Was it a bush? Was she drinking a bush there, Pat Duffy? I, I got to I got to hear the story. That's crazy. They let her finish her beer. That's a, you know, in a weird way, that's kind of cool. That's like some movie shit, I think. Jets fans equal uh, Jets fans. Why do you stay? You need a lot of patience to watch them play. Um, well, the Jets are horrendous. They've been horrendous for decades. And as much as I like uh, uh, talk about having more than one team, it is the truth. I really do like the Jets, the Bills, and the Patriots. And the only reason it got to that point was because the Jets suck so bad and they have sucked for, I don't know, two or three decades that if you're a Jets fan, you have no choice if you really like football. You, you start taking a peek at other, at other teams. And then it didn't hurt that I lived in Western New York between college and radio for like, how many, like over 10 years. So I was, I was in Buffalo Bills territory. I was, I was basically part of the early days of uh, the Bills Mafia. Grew up on Long Island Jets, spent over 10 years in Western New York, and went back frequently uh, until the last, you know, few years, I guess. And then, of course, I had a run in uh, in Boston. So, you know, my, my heart goes out to the, uh, the Boston teams as well. I know it's fucked up, but that's the truth. We could do a whole episode about this trip to Florida. I'll be sitting at the airport tomorrow afternoon, and we could do it then. The people down here are a different breed. Hell yeah, man. Let's do that, Pat. I'll uh, I'll text you and we'll figure it out. Uh, Facebook user, we have a Bills fan on my pool team. I never see him this happy this late in the year. <laughs> really? Yeah, right on, man. They're, I mean, they lost a couple games. What, they lost two out of three or something like that. But they're back um, in the uh, the winner's column. They're back in the winner's column, as uh, as the sports reporters would say. So... Uh, the kids had uh, another day of teacher-parent conferences, so uh, they had today off. So we're like, we're, let's go to the ocean, man, and chill out, and let's watch Adele. <laughs> Come on, was I the only one that watched Adele last night? Was I the only one? 
Me and my wife went and saw Adele uh, in New York City when I was uh, when I had a huge radio show. I got a lot of perks, and one of them was to go to a, a an Adele show in New York City. Where was it? I think it was Carnegie Hall. I think I'm trying to remember where it was. And I got the invite, and it was a very very tough ticket to get. And I'll be honest with you, man, I fucking loved it. And she's kind of funny in between uh, singing those those goofy fucking love songs. Or are they love songs? Are they breakup songs? What are they? Hello? What's the hello song about? What, who's she talking to? Is she talking to her old self? Is she talking about someone that she loved that died? Like, why isn't he answering the phone? He, she, I don't even know. Is it a he in the song that she's singing to? Is it a her? Is it a, is it a, a lesbian love affair that went bad? Does anyone know what hello's all about? I hate when artists make you think. Well, we're not going to tell you what the song's about. It, you're going to have to try to figure it out. I'm, all, right, all right, I'll try to figure it out. And then they don't give you the answer, so you're left wondering. I hate that shit. With that said, i got to put this guy in the, the big screen because Adele singing Rolling in the Deep, that is my favorite song by Adele if you need to know. I don't think you needed to know that. I understand, but I love that fucking song. <laughs> Facebook user. You got to come up with a name, whoever you are, Facebook user. Seth fucking Rogan was the highlight of the Adele show. Every time Adele finished a song, they went to the audience, and it was just packed with celebrities. You know, the average Joes, they weren't really invited. I think they invited, like, maybe 10 average Joes, and then it was, like, big, over-the-top, A-list celebrities checking out the Adele show. And every time Adele... <laughs> Every time Adele finished a song, they would they would show the audience, you know, crowd shot. And Seth Rogen was absolutely amazed. His reaction after every Adele song was fucking priceless. I started laughing my ass off. I DM'd him, actually. He didn't get back to me. Sometimes he gets back to me, and, and other times he doesn't. But I said, I go, Seth, Jesus, dude, you were really into the Adele, huh? He was just like dumbfounded like he couldn't believe how great she she sings I guess oh it was, it was wonderful it made the whole thing uh, Seth was super high he didn't even know where he was yep yeah, you're probably right and then I saw him like um, he was trending on Twitter so I clicked on it because I'm thinking oh more uh, you know there's a whole bunch of people that notice what I'm noticing where he's just out of his mind in amazement over the Adele concert, and then it turns out he was trending because he came up with this uh, pottery tray, an all-inclusive pottery tray, where you uh, you can roll your joints, you can smoke your joints. Did anyone else see this? You could. It has a little ashtray, and he was uh, showing it off with his uh, Mister Rogers sweater, and uh, the internet went nuts, and now everybody wants the Seth Rogen uh, pottery whatever the hell you would call it for smoking pot. Uh, the tray aside, that man can roll a joint in less than 10 seconds. Pretty impressive. Yeah, you saw that? And then he rolled the joint and he uh, he lit it up and then he and then he showed that you could put it in, in the ashtray that is part of the whole the whole thing. The whole thing. Oh my God, the temperature just dropped literally 15 degrees because that sun just dropped out of the sky. I am freezing. You liked uh, the Skyfall song? What was so stupid, though, Adele, I guess she went through a divorce and stuff, and, you know, it happens. 
and she's dealing with uh, childhood trauma. It happens. And she's dealing with her childhood. You know, it happens. I mean, none of us escape uh, the BS from, from growing up. And she's sort of like spilling her guts to Oprah. And Oprah's got this insane house out there in Los Angeles. It's like nicer than the Ritz-Carlton. And she's showing it off a little bit like it's no big deal. Like we all have a tea house in, the, in our backyard. Perfectly groomed backyard. And I think, uh, I think they were sitting in the Rose Garden or something like that. And, I, and she's spilling her guts. And, and I'm like, what, we're supposed to feel sorry for Adele? So I looked it up. Oprah is worth uh, over a billion dollars. She's a billionaire. And then I'm like, well, I'm, well, this Adele. All right, if I'm going to feel sorry for her, I got I to gotta see what her net worth is. So I go online. And the estimates are that she's worth between... 170 and 200 million dollars and she wants all these schmucks out there all these Adele fucking fans to feel sorry for her as uh, Oprah's interviewing her at her insane insane property in Los Angeles in the Rose Garden overlooking the the tea house I'm like get the fuck out of here no fucking way Life's a lot easier when you got 170 to 200 million fucking dollars and you got every guy in the world uh, that wants to date you. And then and then it turns out, like, uh, I almost started feeling sorry for her. And then they're like, oh, by the way, you're, uh, you're dating Rich Paul. For the people that don't know, Rich Paul is a super agent. He's Chris Paul's brother. He's LeBron James's agent and many others. He represents a lot of people in the NBA. This guy is fucking loaded. So I'm like, what, what are we supposed to feel sorry for Adele? It, it seems like everything's working out just uh, just right for her. Excuse me. I swear as I talk, my tongue is like is uh, freezing up now. And, and then it turns out that she's in good standings with her husband or ex-husband. And that he lives across the street. So they could co-parent the kids. I'm like, what, what part of this is sad? Oh, my God. Get out of here. Time to talk about HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP14. Use the code OP14 for up to 14 free meals. And they're throwing in three free gifts. I love my HelloFresh. Started out as a, a sponsor to the podcast. Now I'm a customer. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Basically, HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including vegetarian, calorie smart, and gourmet options, providing plenty of variety. After you pick your menu, they come on menu cards, right? And then the ingredients and the recipe cards come right to your house. That means you don't have to wander around the grocery store trying to find items for a particular recipe. Hell no. They have made it very, very simple. HelloFresh is going to make the holidays easier. Your weekly delivery is made to help you cut back on meal prep and cleanup. And their limited edition holiday boxes deliver everything you need to cook up a family feast. No planning necessary. Look, let's be honest. We're all trying to save a little money right now. HelloFresh is a can't-beat value. Even at full price, it's over 30% cheaper than grocery stores. And with this holiday deal, it's time to try for even less. 
I'm telling you, if you've never checked out HelloFresh and you want to support this podcast, do me a favor. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP14. Use the code OP14 for up to 14 free meals and they're throwing in three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash OP14 and use code OP14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. That's why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh.com slash OP14. Use the code OP14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. My brother's staying at this house, uh, and I happen to be in a car today doing some errands, and uh, I, I had a little uh, Sirius XM in the car. And I, um, I honestly, I'll, I'll be totally honest with you. I was searching out uh, Ron Bennington because I haven't heard Ron in a while. I, I heard his show uh, right after Fez died, and it was absolutely gut-wrenching. But you want to talk about entertaining and fascinating and a must-listen. Of course, it was all those things. So I'm in a car, and I had the satellite. And uh, I'm like, you know what? Let me see if uh, you know Ron's on. I turned, I tuned into uh, 103, and uh, there was no Ron Bennington. I'm like, what the fuck? It was the bonfire with Dan Soder and Big J Okerson. And I got to tell you, man, there, there's so many times that I just beat the shit out of people and beat the shit out of uh, podcasts or radio shows. I was completely entertained by Dan Soder and Big J Okerson and the bonfire. I haven't heard those guys in forever, man, in a really, really long time. And they were doing a rebroadcast of a live show they did at Skankfest. And uh, Luis Gomez was on with them. He didn't really talk much. He was he was just okay. He piped in here and there, and he was all right. But uh, the chemistry between Big J Okerson and Dan Soder, oh, my fucking God. And it reminded me a little bit, a little bit of uh, the old days. They have that vibe, but they're... But they're uh, but they're doing their own thing, and man, there wasn't a dull moment in the. I think I heard almost an hour of their show, and then I had some things to do, and I had to go shopping, and then I jumped back in the car. Dan Soder is very funny. Uh, you think he's amazing? Last podcast on the left coming to XM one hundred three February twenty twenty two. Really? Is that true? Because that's one of the podcasts I absolutely love. And it's a podcast. That's so weird. That's what's so weird about podcasts because it was one of the podcasts I kept up with, and I haven't heard them in a few months. But left uh, last podcast on the left is a great podcast. Oh my god! And then I uh, I jump back in the car after shopping and doing a few other things, and there he is, Rod Bennington. So I got to hear him and uh, Gail and uh, stupid Black Earl and Chris Stanley and uh, Vito. And uh, very, very entertaining, man. Ron hasn't missed a fucking beat. Their show is more chill and low-key than The Bonfire, but just as entertaining, man. So uh, I, I enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie to you. Bonfire ain't close to ONA. Ken Kramer. All right. Uh, yeah, they left. Wait, I'm getting some, uh, as, as Ron would say, a spy report. Pat Duffy. Uh, yes, they left their Spotify deal. And they're doing a live show starting in February. No kidding. Oh, my God. Those guys live, I think, would be great. But 
Is Oprah perfectly groomed? Of course she is. With her goofy, stupid glasses. Oprah Oprah and her designer glasses have always bothered me. Like, because it's, it's, there's not a, there's not a speck on that woman's body that wasn't thought about for a very, very long time. She does not step into the public eye until who knows how many people are working on her. It's probably like a pit crew, like a NASCAR pit crew working on Oprah, figuring out the perfect designer glasses, the perfect hair, the perfect jewelry and and her outfit everything is immaculate on this broad which makes me think that she doesn't really know who she is when you have so many people around you telling you how to dress how to look uh what you know what to wear uh what color your hair should be should it be long should it be straight should be should we be doing uh, extensions now let's work on the jewelry now the designer classes oh my god so tuesday Oprah, on Tuesday, we're coming to your, your your mega mansion. And maybe we could do it in the tea house. And we're going to bring about 100 pairs of designer glasses. And I, and I don't want to hear no for an answer. And you're going to have to try on all 100 pairs. And then we're all going to sit there and study it from every fucking angle until we pick out the, the, the perfect designer glassware for you. There you go. And I'm just in a stupid hat and a and a and a fucking uh, puffy coat. <laughs> I'm not. Did I just compare myself to Oprah? Ew! Ew! Uh, Tommy. Good afternoon, Opian Squad. I see it's looking nice on the south shore of the Isle of Long. Right on there, Tom. Uh, college opie hair, long like this or trimmed up. Uh, this is my this is my bad haircut that is now growing back in. Um, oh my god, my hand is frozen. Is the sun down? Let me look. Let me look behind me. Sun is down. I'm gonna go in. I'm freezing, man. I'm freezing. Oh, it's Tommy Chesh. What's up, Tommy? So I think that was it. I wanted to I wanted to give props to Bennington, not that he needs them from me, but he was sounding really, really good in the car today. Um, really surprised how good Dan Soder and Big J Okerson were sounding. And they got a, like a rabid fan base. Good for them. Happy for their success. And, you know, one of my guys, uh, Lou, is uh, working with those guys. So, good. I'm, I'm very happy to see that Lou landed on his feet. And he's one of... Uh, He's one of the good guys. I got a whole list of good guys. But it's much better to talk about the drama. <laughs> but Lou is always one of the, the good guys. I try to uh, I try to grab him when I was um, doing my podcast for Westwood One. But uh, at that point, Lou is showing some loyalty to the bonfire. So I hope uh, SiriusXM and Dan Soder and Big J Okerson and the rest of them you know, take care of Lou. Because I try to snatch that guy, and he's like, oh, man, these guys have been really good to me. I'm like, I get it. No worries, brother, but I, I had to try. Warm up your poo Bro, it is freezing out here, man. I just want to do a quick one. Check out opiradio.com if you haven't in a while. We're finally putting up new merch. A lot of new merch has gone up there already, and we're going to add a few more things. But uh, if you haven't checked out my merch on opradio.com in a while go there 
And if you want to get something for like uh, Christmas or Hanukkah, you got to order right away, man. I mean, come on. We got shipping containers all over the place. Actually, that's not going to affect us, but uh, make sure you order early if you want to get it for uh, the holidays, okay? And if you don't want to order anything, that's all right too, man. But I got a really good crew behind me, people helping me with the merch and the website and uh, helping me with social media a little bit. It's, it's, been, uh, it's been a good couple months, man, as we keep pushing forward, all right? Yeah, I heard about it, Matt. We talked about that earlier. Most people that live on Long Island, we get those tornado warnings and we all ignore them because it's such a rare occurrence for Long Island. And um, we had, I think they said uh, three touchdowns, one in Pachigua. Uh You had to be listening earlier to get that. Uh, and then two others, one I think in Levittown to go local. And uh, I'm trying to remember where the other one was. But the storm that hit two days ago was absolutely insane. And it was quick. Really quick. Um, the houses out here survived, though. I was, I was surprised because the wind gusts had to be, I don't know, 50, 60 miles an hour easily. Wait, for Thanksgiving, Chloe, you're feeding people at church to avoid family? <laughs> I like how you think. Oh, no kidding, Vincent. Uh, it was worse than the hurricane I rode out. Yeah, I rode out a hurricane here in the summer, but that was it was pretty obvious that it was going to be a bust. Uh, and I even said at the time that it wasn't even in um, the top 10 storms that I've uh, kind of lived through out here. Uh, the hurricane was a complete bust. Some of these nor'easters that come, oh my God, it's fucking crazy. The wind and the waves come all the way up to the dune. And you're sitting there wondering if you got to like uh, flee the area before the ocean comes over the dune. Um but in all the years I've been out here, I haven't seen the ocean come over the dune. But all the oh, but all the old timers tell me that it's only a matter of time. You absolutely will see that happen. I'm like, holy crap! Stay Long Island strong, absolutely, brother. I gotta go. I'm freezing, absolutely freezing. Andy, Andy, you're fasting until Thanksgiving. Building up an appetite. You're building up an appetite. Oh my god! You're building up an appetite for stupid turkey. None of us like turkey. I was in the supermarket. The turkeys are piled to the ceiling. No one likes turkey. We make believe we like uh, turkey every Thanksgiving out of tradition. Because as soon as Thanksgiving is over, when's the next time you buy a turkey? That would be Thanksgiving. I don't know a soul that actually gets another turkey between uh, Thanksgivings. You know, you might get some turkey meat with a little, uh, what, American cheese, right? Got to go American cheese with the turkey. But none of us like it. We just make believe we do. It's a, it's all about the fixings. The gravy and the stuffing and the cranberry sauce. And the sweet potatoes. Yuck! Turkey's not delicious, Andy. Stop it. Knock it off. Knock it off. All right. I'm out. Simple as that. <laughs> Oh, my God.